Hi, and welcome to the Common Confident Chabad Mom Podcast. I am on a mission to take moms from stressed and overwhelmed to calm and confident. Join me on this journey, and you will be sure to learn many tips and tools along the way. Hey everyone, today we're talking about a super fun topic, tantrums. So right this moment, in while I'm recording this podcast, um, this current stage of my life, I have a two-year-old who does a lot of tantrums, which, you know, two-year-olds do vary. Um, Baruch Hashem, I have six kids, and so there are lots of different temperaments between everyone. It's not the same everywhere. And this is definitely one two-year-old that um, uses a lot of, needs a lot of self-regulation and really fascinating, actually, that I got her OT and I didn't even know so much about OT and what they do. It seems like they do everything, but she is having occupational therapy for self-regulating. And it has been really fascinating, I have to say. You know, the first time that she had a session with her OT, I thought, okay, this is nice. You know, they're playing together. Great. You know, she does really well one-on-one and she's being played with and fun toys and all of that. It didn't look to me like anything necessarily was going on. And then when I spoke to her OT therapist afterwards, she said, okay, here's what I noticed about your two-year-old. She needs a lot of sensory input. So hugging and cuddling and jumping and wild play and all of that is like really good for her. And the more we give her that throughout the day, the more likely we might be able to be, (laughs) we might be able to reduce the tantruming. And so, and I also noticed that about my two-year-old. She loves, um, putting lotion all over her. She loves playing with water. She definitely loves sensory input activities. And so I make sure to do that. I make sure to do lots. I'm the one who has to take her out of her crib in the morning or after a nap, um, as opposed to one of my other kids so that I can just like really sit with her and cuddle and snuggle and that so that she can get that kind of sensory input. And it's really interesting just the process of um, seeing that there are things we can do to teach a kid to self-regulate and not to just be like, okay, whatever, you know, this is just what kids do or, you know, I just have a hard kid, which is what I have done with other children without realizing that there is certain things we can do to help our kids. Anyways, um, there's lots of things we can do to help our kids, but that's just long story short to say that I have a child who does a lot of tantruming and... So how do we deal with tantrums? So I want to just share with you a little episode that happened to me with this said two-year-old. So I was actually my, myself in the house um, with my, just my baby and my two-year-old. So I had a baby in the baby carrier who was like crying and needing to go to sleep. And so I was rocking him. I was having him on me, wearing him in the baby carrier. And my two-year-old was just having one of those mornings where everything was a tantrum. And she was just screaming and throwing herself on the floor and nothing was working and I didn't understand what she wanted. And I got really activated inside my body. Now, probably I was also running low on sleep. Um, Whatever, whatever the factors are that got me where I I became very dysregulated and I felt very, you know, edgy inside my body and I felt my, you know, emotions rising and all of that. And I was like, how am I going to handle this if I'm getting dysregulated and activated while she is busy tantruming? I was really losing it on the inside. Now, if you saw me on the outside, it wouldn't have looked that way. But on the inside, I was really losing it. And obviously, if we're losing it on the inside, it can lead to losing it on the outside. So, you know, I actually like went on my front porch to kind of get some space from her while she's screaming and getting upset about everything and just, yeah, really a lot of screaming. Um, But what I really did there is I parented myself in that moment. So 
I would say something to her, but I was actually talking to myself. So I would say like, this is really hard for you right now, talking to her, but I was talking to myself, right? Or like, I can see you're, you're getting really upset and I was getting really upset and I was talking to myself. And really that's the point that I wanted to bring out here is that when you are dysregulated, you really have to parent yourself first because whatever is going to come out of you when you're dysregulated is likely not the kind of mother that you want to be. And so even though, you know, I titled this how to deal with tantrums, yours and your kids, if you're having a tantrum, (laughs) whether that's internally or externally, that has to be dealt with first before you can even handle your kids. Sometimes the most loving thing you could do for your child is walk away, go into your own room, regulate yourself, right? Whether that's through like a body scan or a meditation or a just soft, relaxing music, lots of deep breathing. Sometimes, it, sometimes it's like if you can go for a jog, you know, if you can, if you can just like release that activation energy by going for a jog or whatever it is, but it's, you have to handle yourself first because if you're super dysregulated or activated inside of you, you're likely not going to be able to be very intentional with how you show up to the tantrum that your child is having. And actually the OT therapist, like, you know, I was asking her, do we, one of the things that we were doing when she would just have these like really long tantrums was we would take her and put her in her room. And then my other kids would freak out. They're like, you can't do that. She's only two and you're punishing her and blah, 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 all this stuff, which I thought was, you know, interesting, (laughs) hard to parent when you've got other, other kids that also want it to be a certain way. But, um, so the therapist said, yeah, yeah, no, that's actually really good is to like, it's not a punishment. You're removing her from the situation and you're telling her that she's, here's where she can calm down. And that's her body learning how to self-regulate, right? She needs to go calm her body down. Now, we're only able to calmly be the parent and the adult that helps our kid go self-regulate when we're calm ourselves, right? Because it looks very different when I pick up my two-year-old and I say, here, I'm going to put you right here and we're going to calm down our body. And when you're all calm, I'm going to come get you or you can come out, whatever it is, versus if I'm dysregulated, that's going to be, that's going to look way more like frustration and anger, right? Like go in your room. I can't handle this. Don't behave this way. Right. But that's coming from a different place. That's more like, I can't handle this. So therefore I am doing this to you versus like, here is what I'm showing, how I'm intentionally showing up as a mother to help you self-regulate. So I just really want to share that. Obviously that's like a lot of the work I do in general with moms is exactly that. Like how do we control our own minds and emotions? How do we take ownership of our own selves and take care of our own selves so that we can show up as a really intentional mom and show up as the mom we want to be, um, calm, calm and confident mom for our children. And just one more thing I want to point out before I end for today is that the I asked the also our occupational therapist, I said, is it better to just give in to avoid the tantrum or is it better to just let her tantrum? Or kind of what I was asking, like, is it, is it wrong to give it or is it wrong to give in to avoid the tantrum, right? Like, I don't want to raise, quote unquote, an entitled spoiled child. And it was so fascinating, her response. She said, it's up to you if you're, if it's not a big deal and you're, you know, if it's something that's, if, if you're able to handle the tantrum, this is essentially what she said to me. If you're able to handle the tantrum, then in a way that's great, right? Because that's how she's going to self-regulate. She's going to tantrum and she's going to calm herself down. She's going to tantrum, she's going to calm herself down. So for example, this, this is just one example. I was like busy with everyone, giving everyone dinner and, you know, up on my feet doing a bunch of things. And then I finally, finally, finally got to sit down to eat. 
And my two-year-old wanted me to go get her blanket that was like, whatever, 10 feet away. And I said, no, you go get it, right? It was definitely something she could do herself. And I knew that if I keep insisting that she go get it, because she said, no, mommy, get it, that there was going to be a tantrum. So I was like, well, do I just give in? Do I just go get the blanket so that there's no tantrum? Like, this is something she can do herself, right? So the OT was saying, like, if it's not a big deal, you can just go get the blanket and avoid the tantrum, right? But let's say it's something she really can't have. Let's say I'm in the grocery store and she wants something and she really can't have that, right? If I'm able to handle the tantrum, that's the ideal here is like, she really can't have it and I need to get through having her have a tantrum. Anyway, the point there that I just want to bring out is how she kind of said, it's like what you're up for. It's if you're up for being able to handle the tantrum, then let that be. If you're like, I just want to avoid it and it's not a big deal to avoid it, because it's not a big thing that she wants or it's not a big deal to just give it to her or whatever it is, then, then go that route. So it's actually interesting. She tries to, the OT tries to create a tantrum out of her so that she can help her regulate it. And what's funny is that one-on-one she does very well and she has not been tantruming, even though the OT said she tries very hard <laughs> to create a scenario. But okay, so that is what I want to just leave you with for today that the really the bottom line of all this is that if you are dysregulated or are activated inside of you that you're not able to handle the tantrum intentionally the first thing you really want to do is take care of yourself and calm your own nervous system down after that then you're going to be able to show up much more intentionally to your children so it's super important to take care of yourself first right but let's just say you can't leave the situation let's say you are need to be there with that tantruming child, right? So that technique that I used where I was talking out loud or I was I was there physically with my child, but really what I was doing in that moment was parenting myself. Looking like I was parenting my my tantruming child, but I knew I have to take care of myself and so actually the words I was saying were things to soothe myself down. It was me talking to myself. And so there's a lot of things you can do when you're still like in a situation where you're feeling very dysregulated or activated. And, you know, that there I was talking out loud to myself, but you can do deep breathing, you can do humming, um, you can do, there's body scans you can do that you can just do wherever you are that kind of ground you. Um, there's a lot of nervous system regulation techniques that you can do without having to remove yourself from the scenario, right? So you're going to be the decider whether I have to remove myself from the scenario and can I? Am I in a position where I can leave? Or do I need to stay exactly where I am and I need to regulate myself right here, right now? And there are ways that you can do that as well. So that is really what I want to leave you with, thinking about those things. How can I regulate myself to in order to deal with my child's tantrum? And then how do I want to deal with the tantrum? And basic b- basics for a tantrum, right, is we just let our child have their feelings. That's the hard part. We want to take away the tantrum. We want the tantruming to stop. But the truth is we just want to let the child have their feelings until it's all the way through and just be there, right? You don't, you don't actually have to stop the tantrum. You don't have to um, console them. They're probably, even though I was like saying certain words, it's not, I'm not really talking to her in a tantrum. She's beyond talking to, right? And that's really... A tantrum is just like, I'm just here. I'm here for you. I'm here for you when you're ready. When you're ready to be done, I'm here for you, right? And then you can also, if needed, put them or help them be in a quiet or calm space so that like here, you're going to self-regulate, right? You're going to calm yourself down here in this quiet, calm space, which is exactly what we do for ourselves, right? I'm feeling very activated. I'm going to a quiet, calm space. 
All right. If you would like to get the, get coaching on any of this, the best way to work with me is to come to the Calm and Confident, join the Calm and Confident Chabad Mom Tribe because that is right now I'm currently full with one-on-one and that is the best place and the funnest place to come work together and you can get coached on any of these scenarios that you might come across so that you can really step into being the calm and confident mom that you want to be. Have an amazing rest of your day whenever you're listening to this and I'll talk to you in the next episode. Hey, if you're ready to become a calm and confident mom, I invite you to join the Calm and Confident Chabad Mom Tribe membership, where we take all the ideas discussed on this podcast and we implement it. We learn tools and we take action and we do it together so you don't ever have to walk the path of motherhood alone. Visit www.group.adinalanda.com forward slash membership to join. Thank you.